0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Middle Age Sports Spectacular. I'm your host, The Voice, Dave Plazik, self-dubbed The Voice, that's right, I like it. I'm calling myself that. I'm sticking with it. I'm joined, as always, by my all, my, all of my colleagues who are very esteemed. I will start with Douglas Stannard, Brian I, Pepe, and I Patrick Q. Cullen.
1: I hate that you call yourself the voice. I hate <laughs> it. Why,
0: I really, really hate it. That's why I do it. Yeah. I mean, I don't even... Am I the voice? Nobody... I'm not a... What am I? I'm just a voice.
1: Like no. Bruce Buffer.
0: One person one time told me I had a nice voice. So I thought that was good <laughs> enough to give myself a nickname.
1: Who was that? Who was that person? Should we um... get him on? <laughs> Why so, did you do that?
0: To us? Fun fact <laughs> back in the day, uh, this is probably 10 years ago, uh, I was working in the stores. I used to smoke cigarettes. So it gave me like a little raspiness to my voice. And a particular woman in a department in the store that I worked in told me I had an amazing sounding phone sex voice
1: Whoa. and my head has
0: just never been bigger. I, it, 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 ever since it, then I've just said, I have this incredible voice. She's the only person to ever say it by the way, just and
1: will be the only person that ever says ever
0: that. Yeah, oh. ever. I remember telling my wife that she was like, huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> she would never pay. Your wife is not paying to hear your voice.
0: No, she is not. She is but- not.
2: But you haven't you haven't smoked since you've known her, so
0: that's true. That's
2: true. Doug. You never should have quit
0: smoking. Is the moral of the story? I quit yeah. seven years ago, and that was the biggest mistake of my life. Yep,
1: <laughs> you've been rolling in money. You, you
0: yeah. don't hear that often. <laughs> nope, can't say I've ever heard that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Anyway, we got a fun episode today. We're gonna get a little nostalgic, and we're gonna we're gonna try to do some some therapy for each other here we're gonna it's a full baseball episode so if you don't like baseball get get out or don't you know what listen maybe you'll like baseball at the end of it but we're gonna talk a lot about baseball. please stay please stay
3: (laughs) come on (laughs) we have candy at the end
1: (laughs) oh wow that took a turn quick
0: check out
3: whatever it takes whatever it takes
1: Those were Pat's vows. Pat's vows were whatever it takes,
0: (laughs) honey. Oh man, Pat's got some hard candies for you.
1: You like Werther's originals? (laughs) That's
0: a good product. Sugar-free carbels? What are we talking about? I don't even know. Let's start off with a fun fact. I got a fun fact that set the tone. It's actually two two fun facts. They go hand in hand. It's going to set the tone. We're going to talk about this today. I got to throw it out there. So, Connie Mack, the Hall of Fame manager for the Philadelphia Athletics, originally wanted to adopt the designated hitter rule all the way back in 1906 when he got tired of watching pitchers Eddie Plank and Charles Bender consistently record automatic outs. His idea at the time, however, was considered theoretically wrong. That was a quote by Pat's great-grandfather, <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Matt, Matt Cullen.
1: Jebediah um,
0: Cullen. Jebediah Cullen said that. <laughs> the second part of that is, just for fun, the worst hitting pitcher of all time is Ron Herbel. He pitched most of his career for the San Francisco Giants, Uh, In 206 total at-bats, Herbal collected a whopping total of six hits. Herbal struck out 125 times and only walked eight times, giving him an on-base percentage of .065, easily giving him the honor of the worst-hitting pitcher in the history of baseball.
1: Pat loves him, though. Big fan.
0: Great. Those six hits were great, fundamentally sound hits. Were they all singles?
1: Do we know? He was a very good yeah. sacrifice bunter. Oh yeah, they runner. were all singles,
0: by the way. There, there was He's no a extra base sacrifice kids. bunter. Yep.
1: <laughs> move the runner over all the time. Wow, that's amazing. Ooh. I always like Connie Mack. It's a great name, Connie Mack. He knows a lot about the designated hitter.
0: He, Pink yeah, fan. he was a, a innovator, a man uh, before his time. Before his time, yeah, he was ahead of his time. Ahead of his time, that was the yeah, head ahead of his time. I wanted, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. You know, it's amazing that we started, have you, I mean, I'm sure you guys have considered this, but we have started a sports podcast when there's no fucking sports.
1: I wonder, is there a correlation with that?
0: Potentially. <laughs> is, is that our fault? Is it, did we? Ooh. I just don't know why anybody wouldn't want to listen to us right now. No, <laughs> it's no a good sports. point. There's no sports. There's been some stuff in the news though about baseball. So let's, let's get into that. They've been talking about baseball, potentially trying to have a season. There's been some ideas out there. I personally, I miss baseball. Do you guys miss baseball? No. Doug, Doug, do you miss baseball?
2: Yeah. So what happened to me was two Sundays ago, Sunday night, and I'm winding down. And usually during baseball season, I'm getting a dish of ice cream and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to hang out with Carl Ravitch right before the ESPN Sunday night game.
0: Can I ask you a quick question? Sure. Do you mean quart of ice cream or dish? Bette of a pint, pint yeah. I mean. Yeah. Pint would be more accurate. I you got the court, five dude. of them today. They're in my freezer. Mm.
1: No one doubts that either. Mm. Anyway, go on. Sorry.
2: Sorry. I, no, I'm now I'm thinking about ice cream. <laughs> actually, no, I, I said last episode that my, my guilty pleasure is ice cream. This is day three with no ice cream for me. So I'm on a hot streak right now. Whoa. Yeah. This wow. is big. This is big. I'm like, I'm turning the Corona corner here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> good for you. Like I'm, good uh, for you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm digging myself I'm gonna celebrate, out of this.
1: I'm going to celebrate some ice cream tonight for you.
2: You know what? I <laughs> might do the same.
1: We should all do that for Doug because Doug can't have it. For support. All he right, can't. I, I can't
2: I can have. I'll it. get some. Right. I'm just gonna exercise willpower for
0: the first time in my life. Good for That's you. All. Yeah. What's mo- what is there a motivation behind that? Are you just or decided? Yeah, that I'm you eating had... too much fucking ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> That's the motivation. I'm Fair eating enough. a pint of
2: Ben and Jerry's every night. I mean, look at me, Jesus Christ! Like it, it, something's got to give sooner or later. I, like, I get my heart's hear. gonna give out, or
0: you know, I don't know. I got got to do something, right? You're beautiful, Doug. I play Betty Jerry's. I feel like you could you could potentially. There's a lawsuit there for making such delicious combinations so of so good of flavors. So I don't know if you guys have watched um, Jeff Goldblum
2: on the Disney Channel or the no. Disney Plus.
0: I thought you were gonna say RuPaul's Drag Race. No, but that no, no. That, was, that was no, I, that no, was not that one.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna stay away from that one. So he's got a show where he goes and he like does like little documentaries on stuff, and one of them was ice cream. Is it ice cream? Anyway, yeah, so he goes to Ben and Jerry's, and the reason why all the stuff in Ben and Jerry's is so powerful is because, I can't remember if it's Ben or Jerry, has like a really hard time tasting things. Really? Mm. Yeah. Hmm. So hmm. they pack like the cookie dough and the like all the mix-ins with tons of flavor so that he can taste it. And that's why Ben and Jerry's God. is so goddamn good.
1: God bless that, man
0: yeah yeah right that's yeah. a fun fact that's awesome yeah. do they still they sold it right like who owns it it's like unilever or some big ass yeah. company owns them yeah now. yeah but they seem to have left it untainted it still seems to be the same product at least by my taste buds
1: quality still good
0: yeah yeah there were some conditions yes. on the sale
2: where they got to at least have their input and you know do their whatever it is they do
0: yeah, some yeah. of these companies are pretty smart when they buy out somebody like that, and they just don't touch it. In fact, they actually yeah. they buy it, but they leave the the right people in charge to just maintain the same thing. Some companies do that; others take it and just fuck it all up. Mm-hmm. 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 So, oh, anyway, so, so far this baseball, baseball episode has
2: been all yeah. about Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> so, anyway, I put my Ben and Jerry into one of the little plastic helmets. No, I don't do that. But um, anyway, (laughs)
0: that's a a a great great idea, though. (laughs) That's some great ice cream right there.
2: But yeah, Sunday night, I was like, oh, man, like I really miss zoning out on Sunday night as I prepare for my week and just hanging out with Carl Ravitch and Buster Olney and whoever, uh, Tim Kirkjian, whoever on Sunday night before the game and then getting really mad at Alex Rodriguez during the game. That's my Sunday night ritual.
1: Fair. Is Alex Rodriguez not good?
0: Um, I love him. According to Jose Canseco, no. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jose Canseco has a lot to say about A-Rod. In fact, he today he he tweeted, how does A-Rod have more followers than I do? He's boring and constantly lying. I'm in your face telling you the truth and I'm constantly entertaining you.
1: He's 100% right.
0: <laughs> yep. He's not wrong. 100% right. <laughs> Did he ever show JLo what he had to show her? Uh, who, Jose?
2: Yeah. Didn't he tweet I, out that he had something to, to show J-Lo and, and I don't she know needed if it to ever get in touch out. with him? Yeah, I don't think he ever showed her what it was.
1: <laughs> what do you think it was? Might, what could I, it I, have been?
2: I don't know.
0: I don't know.
3: I have an idea.
0: He's got it out for A-Rod, though. <laughs> he sure does. Yeah. Do we know where that originated, where that started?
1: No. Were they in no, Texas at the
0: same time? I don't know. Somebody's got to find that out. I think between now and the next episode, we got to know where this this hatred started. It's like when the Iron Sheik found Twitter and just started crapping over every single
2: professional wrestler who ever lived.
1: Everybody. Nobody
2: In knows why, amazing. but the Iron Sheik hates everybody.
0: In the most amazing way possible. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So, all right, Doug. I'm not sure if you actually got around to saying you missed baseball, but I know you like ice cream. Pat. I like the Iron Sheik, too and the iron cheek team mm-hmm. cheeky pat tell me how much you miss baseball in less than 100 words
1: real quick hold on baseball.
0: i miss baseball i miss baseball the iron Sheik is a pinned tweet from 6 9 2018 he's pinned it that long and it's take a minute of your day to be nice to someone you dumb son of a bitch Immediately above fun. the tweet, one way or another, go fuck yourself. He's something. Yeah. Anyway, he's something. Yeah. Tell what me what it much is. You... We don't know. Tell me how much you miss baseball, Pat. A lot. The the end. And you Was heard it? it from here, folks.
3: No. Now, um. Those. Yeah, it really sucks because we we should be like forty five games in the season, right? Fantasy baseball should have started by now. The Braves would be cruising to a nice 30-15 and 15 record by now, solely in first place. I could be watching minor league right now. I would have went to a yard goats game by now. I would been planning to go Red Sox-Braves a month from now. My kids' little league would have started by now. Softball would have started by now. And there's nothing. I mean, I literally almost every day watch baseball. I'll watch it on my phone um and like while watching a show so now i just fall asleep during the show because i'm not watching baseball on my phone it sucks
0: so your your wife and your children are happy about this or because they see you well well but that's
3: the beauty of it right uh games are usually like seven thirty, so mm-hmm. i'm just watching tv usually after the kids go to bed with my wife but i can still watch it on the phone i'm very good with three kids to multitask so clearly i but it's just it's not there and it's so sad Uh, all all, you know what too the braves are good for once i had four years of bad braves so i i really want to watch baseball and even the league right all these new uh young players Right, there's so many that popped up last year, like Tatis, Guerrero Jr. There's some this year, like Lux and Robert. There's just a lot of good young talent coming up, and we get to watch none of it. None of
0: it. Yeah.
3: There seems to be a
0: bigger, big influx of young talent that we haven't quite seen at this level. Yeah. So, what are you doing to compensate? you just I kind of asleep. wandering around aimlessly, you're drooling on yourself, Yeah, you yeah I, fall asleep. I, I, I fall asleep. I, uh,
3: what else? I, on it. Honestly, I I have done a ton of yard work. Took down uh, last weekend, uh, wood shift, a ton of trees. Right, I'm getting things done, but still, it's just, it's sad. I'd rather not get things done and watch baseball and get at a much slower pace.
0: There's going to be some incredible looking yards out there. Yep, Absolutely. There's... Mine's gonna look better than ever. I'll tell you that. We're we're coming up with yep. all. We might build. I don't know. Like by the time this is all done, we might have a fountain in our front yard for Crown. I don't yep. know. I'm surprised no, Pat doesn't have a Ron. replica
2: of uh, SunTrust Park yet in his backyard. Oh,
0: it's
3: it's Truist Park now. I wanted uh, I wanted to right. do I wanted to do something like that, but maybe
0: maybe that would come later. Not not right. su- not Truist. More of like Fenway, but. Well, I know Pepe was pretty excited about this season with the Yankees, obviously, with the big acquisition of Garrett Cole. is going to lead them all the way to the end, despite their entire pitching staff besides him getting injured. Yeah. Pepe, how yep. much do you miss baseball right now?
1: It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. It, for all the reasons Pat talked about, except the Yankees were going to win the World Series. But, yeah, it's horrible. It's kind of... I hate to say it like this, but it's almost kind of good for the Yankees. So if they get end up playing, which I'm not a hundred percent sure they're gonna, but if they do, this was one of the better things that could have happened for them because they're going to be almost entirely healthy by the time the season starts. A week in, they're all going to be hurt, but at the beginning of the restart of the season, they they're going to be healthy, so that'll be good. No, it's 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 awful. It's awful. I like to watch the games with my daughter because she kind of knows who Aaron Judge is because he's the big guy, you know. So that's fun. Mm. Me and my dad—that's like the thing we talk about. So now we're just talking. What are we talking about? Nothing
0: about how we're not going to play baseball. So that sucks. It's 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 all it's all great. Where great. is Lou in life if he can't complain about those bums? So I'm saying
1: he never liked any of them.
0: Yeah. Any player on that team,
1: he was like, oh, they should have been better.
0: They all suck? Never liked I tell him. you, Brian.
1: Never liked DJ LeMayhew. Never liked him.
0: You didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't.
1: No, I always loved him. I was always a fan. We can <laughs> roll the tape <laughs> back.
0: Big fan. Roll big the tape. Big fan.
1: <laughs> yeah, no,
0: it's terrible. So is there a moment that you guys had when it was like, fuck, there's no baseball. This sucks. Because usually I'd like, truthfully i don't follow too much spring training i read about it i don't think i don't, I might have watched two spring training games in my life i just it never it was always like this is kind of not the real thing so i'm not going to get into it but what, what what's the moment when you're like oh man fuck
2: like well, i gave you mine mine was the sunday night moment but i didn't realize how much i rely on baseball to like as a therapeutic device just having mm-hmm. it on and just checking my fantasy team and just having it as a distraction. I, I didn't realize what a big part of my life it is. Which sounds really sad when I say it out loud.
1: But You're not the only one though. Yeah. You're not.
2: Yeah. Hundred percent.
1: It's it's oh, one of those things where easy. like
2: you don't know what you got till it's gone. And now
0: I'm just like, baby, come back. <laughs> baby come back. <laughs> baby, come back to me. The nice thing about fantasy baseball is it, it feels like it's the season's about seven years long. And if you have one bad day, it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Whereas football is like, you have a bad week and that sits in you like the bad taste sits in your mouth for the entire week until you get to the next one. But, but baseball, but, but is that's like, the, eh, It's, it's the not just
3: fantasy though. Right. E- even from a fan perspective, you have a bad game. you have a heart wrenching loss. You get to play yep. tomorrow more often than not. So right. so in that sense, right, it, It's that's what's nice about baseball. Of course, there are too many games, right? You're not going to catch all 162. But the good thing is if you're going to miss tonight's game, you're going to catch tomorrow's game. Where if you have to go somewhere on a Sunday, right, you might not see a full slate of football for two weeks. Baseball, it's just there every day until the coronavirus takes it all away. <sighs>
1: Forever. I like that Pat pretends like he does. He didn't watch one hundred sixty-two games last year.
3: Yeah, uh, no, I know. Like, I was like, pro- I was probably one thirty-one forty. Yeah, at least oh, partially. Man.
1: I mean, I not all of them. You um, get a third child, I, you don't watch every game now.
3: I'll I'll say it was probably like like third day got canceled because I I do follow spring training right. I it's and it's not even the fact that like. I get it, spring training, and it's not as exciting. But one, I like to see the young, like, minor leaguers come up, what your future might hold two to three years from now. Two, we've been without baseball since November. This, could, this timing couldn't be any worse. Yeah, it should happen in November to an extent. <laughs> because, like, right when baseball was about to ramp up, and that's where we were, like, two, two and a half weeks away from opening day,
0: and it just all shut down. Yeah, Pepe so, was gearing up for the draft of the century.
1: That's exactly what I was about yeah. to talk about. Yeah, about That, nine,
0: that was the moment. There's 14 teams in the league, and he had 16 first-round picks. We don't we even know how he accomplished it, but yeah, he did. No, no. That's I'll two compensation picks.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, yep. I have picks for next year's draft. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, that day sucked. The day we had the draft scheduled, I typically have a strategy. I get it all together. You know, I have a whole center that i set up and that that seven o'clock came and and i was watching rupaul's drag race instead of drafting that was that wasn't good it was very depressing
2: was it the one with jeff goldblum
1: it was not i've never watched rupaul's drag race but i've heard it's good it's it's it's
0: really good it is so entertaining i love drag queens yeah there you go. There's a guilty pleasure that I didn't talk about last week. Drag you, queens and drag shows. Were,
1: yeah, if you were still doing your cold opens, that would have been a funny one.
0: <laughs> I love drag queens. I love um, drag queens. Yeah, they're no, they're so amazing. They're they just are. like some of the best entertainment out there. Good on them. Yeah. So what the hell were we talking about? Ice cream? My draft. My amazing
1: oh. draft that I don't get to do, at least not right now. Yeah. The other thing is, the other day I was driving. It was a Saturday. It was a beautiful Saturday, driving with the family. And typically, I'll put on the uh, the Yankees broadcast and listen to John Sterling and Susan Walman, which is always a dream.
0: Always a nice, nice. And I like to
1: catch it right before the broadcast starts because they do like a ten minute intro. It's like embarrassingly <laughs> long. And one <laughs> of the things, seriously, so they'll rattle off all the producers. And one of them's name is Jack Maldonado. And every time he calls him Jack Candy Maldonado.
0: (laughs) I always find that funny. It's always funny to me. That is pretty funny. But that
1: sucks. It sucks.
0: I, my baseball viewing schedule has changed so dramatically over the past like five or six years. Part of it is I got married. Uh, The other part of it is. I stopped smoking cigarettes and drinking beer, instead started exercising. So typically when I get out of work, I go to the gym and then I go home and then we cook dinner together and then we eat and then we we talk and we catch up on things and we turn to like watching TV shows because she's not too into baseball. So for me, watching it on TV isn't as big of a deal. I would like catch it here and there. I, there was a couple times where we're like, ah, eh, we're just having a lazy Saturday. She's decided to go do some gardening outside. I'm like, ah, oh, there's an afternoon game on. I'm going to watch it but going to games is what I miss. I'll go to four or five a year. And I was lucky enough the last time when the Red Sox were in the world series to go to a world series game. I went to game two and that was the most incredible experience ever. So even though I don't watch it much anymore, as soon as I get to a ballpark, I'm like six years old again, I'm just a little kid and it's amazing. And I miss that so much. I want a $14 Miller light. <laughs> <laughs> It's cheap and a and a, and, a, and a, the nachos with with the fucking processed canned cheese on there that you never get enough of but if if the person's cool, you know and you you tip them a little bit, they'll give you an extra canister of the orange cheese and it makes it all that much better. You don't have to like ration the cheese throughout like each chip you're like trying to measure exactly how much cheese goes on that chip. You really and then you, you look up and you've missed half the game because you were so focused on just the nachos.
1: Even Pat Cullen would tip that
0: guy. And Pat would tip anybody. Stop no. it. <laughs> what? When I think about going to the park, obviously the sound and the noise and the buzz. And, and we're lucky because we live in, in the Boston area. So if you go to Fenway, Fenway's pretty much always packed, right? Mm-hmm. But the food, the food. And it's simple for me. I want a sausage dog with peppers and onions. I want the nachos and I want some cheap Miller Lights. Dog, what do you what do you, you get? I don't. What is I it about they, the, Sorry, go ahead. I, I was gonna say I don't. I think they have Ben and Jerry's at the ballpark. They probably do,
2: but you got to get the um, Good Humor bar or whatever it is. That's the. Uh, oh yes, yes. That they've had humor. at Fenway since forever. But I mean, I don't know what is it about ballparks where you get there and it's just like okay. Let's throw the diet completely out the window. 100%.
1: Like, I need it,
2: to, I need to order two hot dogs to start.
1: To start? To that's start. your appetizer. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah. When, yes. I, when I don't eat hot dogs ever, but as soon as I get to the ballpark, it's like, give me all the hot dogs.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I'll pay $12 for those two hot dogs. Exactly. Yeah. Yep.
1: Quick and question I, What do yep. we put on your hot dogs?
0: Mustard. Dude, I'm a mustard I, guy. I have, I've evolved over the years. I was originally a straight ketchup dude. Pretty much been straight ketchup most of my life. Steph turned me on to relish, but it has to be dill relish. I am not a sweet relish guy. I got to have some dill relish. Typically, they don't have it at the ballpark. So it's usually mustard and ketchup.
2: You don't bring a a bag of relish in your pocket and (laughs) squeeze it
0: on when you get there? No. But I might. Um, That's 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 not a bad idea
3: ketchup mustard relish don't care what kind of relish i'll eat
0: it all right do you go let me ask you how how ham do you go on the ketchup mustard relish is it like you can't see the wiener at all because you have it covered with <gasps> condiments or are you like the straight line pour where you just try to get that little bead right up it straight line for ketchup
3: mustard i i, I don't mind going a little excessive on the relish <laughs>
0: a great
1: conversation i had yeah. you
0: pegged for an extra relish guy too yeah. i just want you to know i, I was like that's yeah, yeah that, that's okay i'm good big on that. the relish yeah yeah no, there's nothing wrong with it i just some people like a little extra relish on their dog mm-hmm. yeah. pepe how about you how, how are you spreading those
1: i'm very out? similar to you start off ketchup now ketchup mustard but i don't do a straight line i try to do the swivel on oh, both swivel. and make them meet in the middle. Oh. It never <laughs> it's just a giant blob. It looks like a
0: Jackson Pollock painting at the end, but I try. I make the effort. You're the guy at the condiment stand that I watch going, Why is he concentrating so hard on this? It's not hard.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
0: yeah. I do. Yep. Uh Doug?
2: Well, if it's the packets, I'm just trying to squeeze out as much from the packet as I possibly can. And however it Fair comes point. out, it comes out. But yeah, I like to, uh, you know, make a line and then loop around and make another line and then put a third line through the middle.
1: Can I
0: just say? Just mustard. Fuck ketchup packets. Yeah. Uh, They're so annoying. Yeah. You can say that. They're just like a a teaspoon of ketchup and if you rip the packet, you gotta squeeze it out. Like you you get fries and they throw a handful of them in your bag and you're like sitting there trying to, you miss a whole inning, just trying to squeeze the ketchup out of the fucking packets. So annoying. Yeah, it's you hard don't hard get hard. good distribution. It's like a blob and you you know, you're on your lap and you're trying to navigate it. This yeah. is There's the top no ketchup in
1: those packets. There's no ketchup. There's not enough. I remember I was watching a show. It was like one of those like shows where people are really pinching pennies. And it was a guy, he bought one bottle of ketchup, and then he used to steal ketchup packets from like McDonald's and just refill the bottle with all the ketchup packets that he stole because he didn't want to buy a new bottle of ketchup.
0: I had like four aunts and uncles in my family that did the same thing. Really? <laughs> yeah, they, they'd they steal the jellies from Abdals. They'd take the salt and pepper packets. I watched them bro- put rolls in a napkin and shove them in their pockets. Yeah, that's...
1: Are they that's... living in Bel Air with all the money they saved? That
0: was the Polish thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But I wanted to say there's something even more egregious to me than the ketchup packet. And that's the tiny little paper Dixie cup that they give you that you squirt into it and it covers like two fries the worst and there's nothing you could do with it like at least the ketchup packets they're not going to spill out you can you can get to your seat if you fill like 10 of those little paper dixie cups you're just like you're you're screwed yep i
3: feel like it depends on the dixie cup some of them are bigger than others they're not all created equal
0: very true pat true that's what she said Uh, she sure did (laughs) But that's very true. I was just talking about specifically those tiny yeah. paper ones that are like a thimble.
1: I, uh, I stopped going to a chain restaurant, and I'm not going to name them, but they, it rhymes with Ubi Wednesdays. <laughs> and I stopped going there because of their ketchup policy. They Tuesday give you, Wednesday and
0: Wednesday don't rhyme. I Wednesday and Tuesday don't rhyme. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Stay with me, that's what... guys. Stay with me. I
1: didn't want to say Tuesday. They're days in yeah, N.U.Y. Yeah, Close
0: enough. You guys are like Booby poos
1: days. I could have. Stay with me. We only have an hour and a half. So they they used to give you one of those little plastic Dixie cup type ketchup things, and like we're talking the size of a half dollar in diameter, and they'd fill that with ketchup, and then I would say, "Can I get a subsequent ketchup?" And they they'd just give me that. Just give me the bottle. I don't want your little Dixie cup size ketchup. To, to have a full hamburger and a side of French fries. Boobies. I'm still I'm laughing amazed. about
0: your inability to rhyme with Tuesday. <laughs> and you were using a made up <laughs> word. It's not like you were struggling to find a rhyme for Tuesday. It was a made up word. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I wasn't I'm sure going if to I said,
1: I wasn't sure if I said like booze day that you guys would have figured it out. So I figured I'd go with another day. <laughs> I should have said uh, Emerald Wednesdays. That's what I should have said. It's on me. That's my fault.
0: Yeah. Oh, God.
3: <laughs> I am definitely getting Ruby Tuesdays tomorrow, and I'm going to leave a $20 tip, and it's just going
0: to say thank you for pissing Pepe off. <sighs> <laughs> oh, man. This is this is top-notch analysis you can't find anywhere else but at the Middle-Aged sports oh, Spectacular. Zip. We tackle the hard topics, guys, and we get into them. I mean, I had plans, of course, to go to Fenway this year. I was looking forward to going to Fenway. Fenway's a dump, really, but it's a baseball park and it's super fun. I love Fenway. The best ballpark I've ever been to, and I'm interested to hear what you guys have been to, but the best ballpark I've ever been to is Colorado. That stadium is awesome. It is so cool, and it's like night and day, and it's not even a shit on Fenway. It's just... I've been to a handful of stadiums, probably like four or five. Colorado just stood out. It was super cool.
2: Okay. Real quick about Fenway. Last year, I went for the first time in probably like a decade. I don't know. It was way too long. I couldn't believe how much it's changed, specifically around the ballpark. Like when, when you say it was a dump, when I was a kid and we went to Fenway and we got off the tee, it was like, run as fast <laughs> as you can to get to the park. Cause it was kind of seedy, around where we got off at the T, and it's like, now like all the buildings have been redone. There's all these nice places. Like back then, there was like Boston Billiards and a couple other seedy bars, and that. That's was very true. And and now it's just like yeah, there's some nice, nice places place after nice places. I would go there just to hang out. Like, while a game was going on, like, I don't even have to buy a ticket and go into Fenway. Like, go, around the park, the experience is so much better than it was when Very I was Very true.
0: Yawkey Way, they've um, done a
2: lot. Best park I've ever been to, like, I have to say it's Fenway just because I'm a homer and because it's home. And because when I'm there, I'm there with 35,000, 40,000 other people. And it's the only time that I'm surrounded by people where I have, like, no anxiety. Like, it's just, it's the most calming thing in the world. For whatever reason, that place is so therapeutic huh. for me. So from that from that standpoint, I, I don't know what it is. Just, like, everything just kind of melts away when I'm sitting in my seat and watching the game. It's just, it's really, really therapeutic for me. But I'd say that probably the best one I've been to is City Field in New York. Yeah. That's a really underrated place. That's the Mets? Um, yeah. It, yes. Yeah, yeah. They did a really nice job with it. it. Everything around there is top notch. You can walk around and do stuff while the game's going on. If you're bored, well, you can watch a. Warm you're watching the Bull Mets, pet. so you're gonna
3: get bored. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Mets fan. Unless any, the
3: Grom's pitching.
2: I mean, I also kind of. In, I also enjoyed it because when I went there, I went with a diehard Mets fan, and it never occurred to him that Roy Halladay was pitching for the Phillies that night.
0: Uh,
2: and his night was just completely ruined. And I just found it to be so
0: funny. Oh, he was so good. Oh, so... man. Pepe, so you remember when we went
3: to City Field? I do. Like, the Rockies put up like seven in the
1: first two innings. It yeah. was embarrassing. I, I, I they just it. murdered them. I ended oh. up yelling at Jay Bruce. He just kind
0: of gave me a little
1: look because the place was so freaking quiet. <laughs> They yeah. were getting their shit kicked out of them.
0: When I yeah. went to the Colorado game, the the Rockies won like 13-11, to 11, as it often happens in, in Colorado. And Charlie Blackman had two dongs and was like four for four. And I was like, this was, this was great. What an offensive explosion. Then I realized that I was playing Doug in our head-to-head league, and he oh, had Charlie no. Blackman. <laughs> and I was like, fuck! Oh, God, are you it kidding have me? Just had to... Oh, yeah, I remember. Of shit in my night. Oh,
2: that's funny.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
2: That's great. That
0: stadium's super fun because it's, but, like, um, wide open. You know what, Colorado fans, they're into their team. They love their team. Even though they, they've dealt with a lot of disappointment, it's frustrating to probably to be a Colorado fan just because of the the offensive outburst that you often see from the visiting team. But the stadium's really beautiful, and it's it's open air. You get all kinds of craft beers, and everything's going on, and you never feel claustrophobic that's cool but uh, everyone I've, yeah that's a place i definitely yeah, want to go everyone
3: who i've talked to that's been
0: there has kind of said the same thing really enjoyed it the other one on my list that i'd love to go to is san francisco i was in san francisco yeah. but they yeah. weren't yeah. playing at the time that stadium looks nice too pat how about you man uh
3: mine would definitely be pnc park in pittsburgh just a really nice park really good atmosphere downtown you got just really good scenery you got the river in right field you got the bridge then like left left center I just I don't know for whatever reason I really liked that that ballpark that one usually along with San Francisco is kind of two of the top ballparks a lot of people talk about but I enjoyed it I I only went I've only been twice once when I was in high school and then once I saw chipper's last regular season game when they played the Pirates but
1: did you weep openly?
3: No. So uh, again, I actually don't love Chipper. He's good, but I, was I just gonna was say, never you've like never
0: been a big Chipper guy.
3: Yeah, he's never been one of my favorites. Like again, I respect for everything he did, right brave, brave, blah blah blah. But I he's just never been one of my one of my top guys. It's only eight hours away. <laughs> Oh, that's what I wanted to say. No, so so what I'm a little disappointed is uh, I I know uh, Pepe or, or or someone said something about how like it's nice that Fenway's right here, which is good. But as as a pure baseball fan, it sucks to live in this area because the only three stadiums you can go to within like legit driving distance is Fenway, super pricey, Yankees, super pricey, Mets, super pricey. I got twenty seven dollar tickets, like seven rows up on the first base or yeah, first base dugout side at, at PNC.
0: That was yeah, nice. Yeah, the Colorado tickets that we got were not super. I, I'm sure it was easy. I,
3: I would assume, maybe take out California. I would assume though those three teams that I just talked about probably had the highest ticket prices of anyone else. So that's the only thing that sucks, right? That's why I, I've even, especially with my boys, I kind of like going to minor league
0: games better because it's a lot cheaper. If you built a new Boston stadium and increased capacity by, say, ten to 12,000, it becomes a little less premium, I think, because it's not so hard to get tickets. I mean, yep. yeah, you could, you would still be able to go, but I think even if you have, the more accessible it is, I think that even the closer seats become a little less premium. Boston will always be expensive just because. uh, Same with the New York ones, but I'm with you. I'd love to go to PNC Park if baseball ever comes back. Me too. Be nice. Pepe, how about you?
1: So I'm going to take Yankee Stadium out of it for obvious reasons.
0: It is a beautiful stadium.
1: It's really nice. And I I love the old stadium. The old stadium is pretty cool. It's got all the history. I hate to say it, it's kind of a dump. It was kind of a dump before they got rid of it. And they bring this new stadium. It's beautiful, and I love it. But again, I'm going to take it out for obvious reasons. So I got two. One was Wrigley. Just going there. Not that it's a great stadium, but there's you, you walk in, and it, you feel like you're walking into history. It's a really cool stadium, the way it's all set up. My wife let me go, which was cool. You know, we went to <laughs> Chicago, and she was like, "Yeah, we can go to Wrigley." And I was like, "Wait, what? Who are you?"
0: The most amazing but, woman ever. Yes,
1: absolutely. So that was really cool. the The Cubs beat the shit out of the Cardinals, Colin. So you got that going for you. I
0: like that.
1: Um, oh yeah, go Baez Cubs hit a grand go. slam in the first inning, and that was they just went off. The other one I had because I was going to say City Field, but because it is beautiful, um, we went on a baseball trip. Me, Colin, and Tom from western mass and uh we went to camden yards that place is amazing
0: Camden yards is beautiful it's
1: beautiful and everybody talks about how great it is and it really really is it's a great stadium
0: and anytime i've been there three times three games i've been there and every time there was more red sox fans than orioles fans sorry orioles oh
1: it's not good it's 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 not good well they got manny machado no, no, they don't. No, they don't. No. no. But they do no, have Chris D. No, they
0: don't.
1: No. With the K? Do they get the one with the K?
0: No. 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 They have the guy. A lot of Ripken. shirts. Do they get Billy Ripkin still? Fuckface. No. <laughs> yeah, I've been to, I've been to the Oriole Stadium. That one's awesome. I've been to Yankee Stadium. That was beautiful. Fenway, of course. Colorado. I think that's the. I think that I've been to four. I think those are the ones. What's oh, the I Nats really, spark. really. I want to go to San Francisco. I want to go to PNC. Yeah. I think that would be yeah. fun.
1: Nats Park's pretty cool. It's nice. Nah, I
0: thought Nats Park is boring.
1: It, it, you know what? They don't have a lot around it.
0: I want to go to they Seattle. Don't of, yeah, they don't. yeah, I'd go to Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. I love going nice. to games. They're so fun. I go fun. see. I see anything live.
1: Hell yeah. Yes. I got to get to a yard dude, to yeah. game.
2: That's what I was looking forward to this year. I said I'm going. I said, I'm going to a yard goats game this year. <laughs> uh,
1: apparently, I'm not. No, they're but. great. They're so fun. Because
2: that's how the universe works. When I decide that's I'm going to do something, happened. it's like, no, you're
1: not. Dog. Thanks a lot, Doug. Thanks a lot. Way, yeah. Way to get ambitious.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, had to go to a yard goats game. I'll tell you what. That, Sorry, guys. So, we
0: were talking about stadiums, and it just like two things came to mind that I would love to share. I'd love to hear like a, what are your most memorable moments at a stadium that you have i'm gonna start with mine and for anybody who's been a red sox fan at any point in, in the past 15 20 years will remember this but there was a particular game that happened on a particularly special day my mother growing up has been a red sox fan since she was a kid my mother was born in 1948 she turned 72 today actually happy birthday mom happy Healed birthday
1: it. happy birthday, mom.
0: You'll never listen to this. Happy birthday. But that's okay. Happy birthday. Maybe
1: Ron and, will tell her about it.
0: So she's been through, she had been through every disaster that the Boston Red Sox have ever produced from that point, of, you know, from the 50s all the way through 2004. So you want to talk about a special event was 2004 for, but there was a particular day, I believe it was 2003 on Mother's Day that I went to. Correct me if I have the year wrong. I might have the year wrong, but I think it's 2003. So we went to Fenway park and it was my mother, my dad, myself, my brother, and my girlfriend at the time. And the Red Sox were down like six to two in the ninth inning and they all wanted to leave and they wanted, we always, we always took the tea in and we would eat at this restaurant that was on its way and they all wanted to leave. And I was not, I did not want to leave. Might have been six to one. I don't remember the details. I should probably remember the details. But I remember the feeling after we left, because we all wanted to go. They all wanted to go. We got to the restaurant, and it was six to four with runners on. And then it was six to five. And then six to six. And I stood in the bar, and I watched it. The fucking Mother's Day Miracle Game.
1: Oh, no. I was at that. Oh,
0: man. And I fought that, and I just, I watched the final run across the plate and the celebration, and I sat down at the table, and I just sulked. I (laughs) sulked for like 20 minutes. I just didn't want to talk. So mad. Can can I tell you my version of the story?
2: Okay. So this was 2007, by the way. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, I was with my family on Mother's Day and had the game on, obviously, I watched the whole thing, and I couldn't believe the comeback. And I was texting David that I couldn't believe <laughs> he was at the game and what he was witnessing. Oh no! Right, and Dave completely lied about the whole thing because he couldn't oh, admit Dave, me that uh, he left the game. Fact. Right.
0: That's Good a fact. fact.
2: He's like, yeah, that's it yep. a- that's that's the other side. That's my version of Dave's story. I actually I forgot to about share that, that with, with everybody. That he lied to me for months. Yeah. Yep. And then we were out at the bar later on that summer and you finally confessed that, yeah, we left early. Yep.
1: You're not wrong for that. You're not wrong.
0: Yeah. I will stand nah, to, the, yeah. to, uh-huh. to the day I die. I fought them. I was like, I don't want to leave. My dad was being a little grumpy. He wanted to go smoke a cigarette. So he took off. And then my mom's like oh i don't know i think i just don't think this is gonna happen and then she's like all right i'm gonna go and then yeah anyway mother's day miracle that's my awesome memory yeah yep it's the worst your yeah, memory
1: sucks it's a great memory
2: for me i'm sorry oh my it's, it's just so uh, funny to me that
0: I was he felt so, so bad that he had to lie to me i was me so about embarrassed it that was
1: so great i loved it it was the best I wish you could have been here, Doug. So fun. I high fived him as we went around the back I've, <laughs> I've been to Fenway over
0: I've been to Fenway over a hundred times in my life. That game I'll never forget. For oh, obviously God. reasons. Yeah. Anyway. Doug, so was that your memory or do you have another one? Well, I guess that doesn't <laughs> count because I wasn't there for any of the game.
2: Let's see. Memory. It's gotta be Pedro. I watched Pedro pitch a couple times, and I watched him dominate a couple times. And I watched him strike out 16 Devil Rays in one game at Fenway. I watched him throw a complete game yep. shutout with you. I think that, yeah, was, was. that had to be last year. Dude, the Red Sox.
0: we saw the pizza incident, too. We saw oh, pizza We, saw we were pizza there. That's right. That's awesome. Yeah, we were like, I don't know, yeah. fit. Yep, We were like 15 we years over, that far away and from it. it was a huge commotion. And we're like, what the hell's going on over there? Because we couldn't see it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the replays showed it. <laughs> but we missed the <laughs> whole commentary, which was amazing. Like Oh, Don yeah, and Jerry, Jerry Remy? Yeah.
1: They couldn't keep yeah. it
0: together. No, That's not awesome. at all. Jerry Remy calling it the yep. pizza incident. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we were at that game. That was uh, Patriots Day, I think, right? Boston Marathon Day? It was a day. They, game. they all kind of blend yeah. together a little bit. I'm getting old. All right. Pepe.
1: So mine's sad too. It sucks. I wanted to meet like I thought figured this would be an uplifting moment. I could talk about when Roger Clemens came back. He was in George Steinbrenner's box. And I was at the game where they made the announcement that he was coming back. That's as loud as I've heard a Yankees dating. But that's not what I'm gonna talk about. Was did Fenway. he have the frost
0: tips at that time? He did.
1: It was so frost embarrassing.
0: Frost the whole
1: situation kind of sucked. He had Susan Waldman screaming her head off. Oh, my God, it's Roger Clemens. It's horrible. <laughs> that's not, but that's not what I'm talking about. So I went to a Red Sox game. It was Red Sox devil Rays, And Pedro pitched. And it was the closest I've ever been to the field. I was three rows away from the field. And I'm figuring, well, Pedro's going to kick the shit out of these guys because this is not the Carl Crawford, you know, uh, Evan Longoria devil race. This was the Enrique Wilson or Miguel Cairo devil race. They sucked. So anyways, make long story short, the race kicked the shit out of Pedro. Knock him out of the game. Bottom of the ninth, the Red Sox are down by two. Or was it three? Doesn't matter. They had Nomar and they had Manny. First guy up gets a triple. They intentionally walk Nomar and Manny. Or it wasn't... No, there's two outs. I'm sorry. They intentionally walk Nomar and Manny to get to Rico Bronia. And Rico Bronia parked that thing so far. And I was so excited because I had never been to Fenway to see the Red Sox lose. So here I am just like high-fiving people. It's the greatest day of my life. (laughs) I'm going to get to see the Red Sox lose. And I... Were you
0: high-fiving at Fenway?
1: No, nobody. I was high-fiving no one. There was no one oh. there. It was just me high-fiving in the air. Just like I I don't know how I had a raise hat on. Somehow I did. I don't know. <laughs> and he fucking knocked that ball out and my entire soul got sucked out like I was Slimer in the Ghostbusters. Just oh, it was so sad. But it was a really cool moment as much as I hated it. How do you... Rico Bronia How do you let that guy beat you? (laughs) Awful.
0: How do do you? I saw Schilling's last game, or Clemens' last game in Fenway against Schilling. That's cool. It was a 1-1 tie that Derek Jeter broke up with a three-run home run in the seventh inning. Sixth or seventh. I think it was the seventh. That place was loud.
1: Pat. Should have been 100%. Should have been 100%. Hey,
0: here's a quick fun
2: fact. That was Rico Brogna's only home (laughs) run in the Red
3: Sox. (laughs) I was there. Oh, you, you win this history.
2: I'm 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 looking at his stats right now. Yep, yep. It was the year 2000, age 30. He had one home run in 56
0: that at bats. Ex-
1: that explains why you watched no more Manny. Dogs. That was
0: it. I Rico Bronya. You definitely you pitched to Rico Bronya hundred out of hundred times in that situation. Pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. All right, Pat. What do
3: you got? So I, I want to pick the '95 World Series. Because I I do remember it a little bit. I do remember Maddox pitching a complete game. I do remember the place going nuts when the crime dog hit the home run. And and that was the last time the Braves won the series. The only Braves World Series game I've ever been to. But again, I was seven. So I don't remember a ton. And I don't appreciate as much as I would have even ten years after. So... I unfortunately I'm going to have to stay the course with everyone. And mine is going to have to be the first ever one game playoff against the stupid Cardinals. <laughs> and I, I remember I had to, because this would be Chipper Jones last game and I even bought tickets for the first division series game because that year was going to be different. The The wildcard team was going to play the first two games at home. So I was all pumped up. I, I even had to tell Megan that, like, you know, I, I'm going to be loud this game. Like, it's a playoff game. This is acceptable. And she was good with that. But it really was, though, like, just from first pitch. how Because, again, it, it's a, it's it was a built-in game seven, and it was the first one. Just, like, every pitch was intense. And I remember David Ross hit a home run his first at-bat, and then he had a bunt single his second at-bat, and the place was just going nuts. Chris Medlin had didn't lose a game for like nobody louder than you on that butt single though. <laughs> uh, oh, oh should have seen it almost streaked across the field, and gave that man a kiss. Um, <laughs> so happy. and then the wheels fell off, and then the trash poured on the field. And I, right, not, not that it really mattered much, but in hindsight, it, it was funny because the place. Runners on first and second, one, one out, and Andrelton gets up. And he, Andrelton, I believe, was the one that hit the infield, or excuse me, outfield fly. And the place is going nuts because we think we have the bases loaded, one out, and then I start booing because I see what the call is, right? I, I I figured it out quicker than most people did. And then I've got a couple of people staring at me like, what the hell is he talking about? Twenty seconds later, trash is going on the field, so I think they got the point. But uh, and I that that was a good team too. Right, felt really good about that team, and that was Chipper's last game. Chipper, Andrelton, and someone else that all made er- costly errors again. Medlin won twenty four games without losing a start, and he loses that start. So it was heartbreak. And even at the end of the game, I just sat there obviously not super pumped i i picked up a couple extra tomahawks and then people would literally just start coming up to me i was just sitting there and they're like do you want my tomahawk it's like yes (laughs) oh so like literally five or six people i'm just sitting there with a bunch of tomahawks and people are just because they handed out free tomahawks so i got like yeah and people just left oh how old (laughs) not that old (laughs) I mean, Your pretty pal. old.
1: I... You want these yeah. twelve tomahawks?
0: No, yeah. How old was He's I? Just a kid was, buried uh... under a pile of tomahawks. He's
1: Every just, fan uh, gave was... him a
0: tomahawk. Yes, I was, I was 20, 25. 25.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, I would like those tomahawks. No, <laughs> I
3: mean, tomahawk. stop it. I, I, it, I was, I was disappointed. And in reality, that's the first home game because right, I've seen a ton of baseball games. But that's the first home game and only home game I've watched since 2000. I have not been to a Braves game in Atlanta since 2000. And I've seen some awesome games for the Red Sox when I've rooted for the Red Sox. It's But it's not the same. It's great. It's awesome. right? I get into it even as a Red Sox fan. But it's not the same as rooting for your home team. So that's the only game in 20 years I've been to as a
0: home participant. It always that makes me think of I think so much about this sometimes with sports is that more often than not sports are crushing your soul. Oh
1: yeah. They're
0: they're, they're taking away joy because of your desire to see something good. So you'll watch an entire season be fully invested in it just to have your heart ripped out by something like that is just fucking awful and then you got to wait a whole offseason to for it to come back and then you do it again i and, have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> i didn't watch game
3: five of the braves nlds i don't know what i was you just mean.
1: about to say that it could have been worse you could have went to game five nlds last year mm.
0: and it's all for the trade-off what? of if they win yeah if they win, and it didn't hear all. You, Pepe I had flashbacks in my head.
1: <laughs> I remember that day very well. Jesus Three God, of my please. friends called me to see if you were okay. Is Pat okay? Just, just, get, just
0: get an out. Just get one oh, out. that was it was so bad. Like, that's soul crushing. Yes, just... it was. Sorry. Uh, you know what? I, was, it, I wasn't even it, trying to pick on you. I was just saying <laughs> it, is. It, it is. And, and that's, that's what really, makes it that it, much worse. worse man because I talked about
3: how in baseball at least you have tomorrow and then you made the good points all off season. The last Atlanta Braves game they have played and we're in May 12th is the 10 run first inning. God Ugh. damn
0: it. Ugh. and it's that taste will sit there until until they start again and and <laughs> yeah. there's hope again, right? That's the only time that yeah. you could forget about that. as soon as that next season starts, as long as there's hope, which the Braves have a ton of talent, then you can hope yeah. again. And and then it's this long, painful march to the end when they most likely will lose because only one team wins.
3: And as you said that, another base hit went into left field in the first <laughs> inning. <laughs>
1: That's whole well, sports life, basically. As long as I've known him, it's been disappointment. It's all been disappointment for the most no. part.
3: Patriots have
1: been nice to me. That's yeah, true. that's true. That's, that's a good that's, point. So I, can't, remember, can't, can't. Yeah. I remember Colin and I went to Fenway. It was me, Colin, I don't remember who the other person was. And it was the first time that we got to see Ronald.
0: Yeah. If you're I listening, it sorry. It might have been Tommy listening.
1: I don't remember. It doesn't matter.
0: Oh, His memory terrible. There's still a movie that he swears I went and saw with him. I'm
1: 100% sure that Dave and I went and saw Kingsmen together.
0: Never he happened. Doesn't
1: think I'm hundred percent sure. Doesn't Steph matter.
0: is hundred percent sure. Is... I saw it for the first time with her, and I'm hundred percent sure I saw it for the first time. She with doesn't
1: her. know. How have, would she know?
0: The very first movie I ever went to see with you was Godzilla. Yeah, I don't.
1: I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with that. This is about Pat's upset, being upset at a Red Sox game. So Pat and I were at a Red Sox game with the person that I don't want to try to remember, and. It was the first time we got to see Ronald Acuna Jr. And we were both excited. And he's running on the first baseline. And his, oh, was Tommy. Acuna's knee just went just a little bit to the right. And he sprung back up. And you saw the pain instantly in Acuna's leg. And he was out. I don't know how long he was out for. And I distinctly remember. A month. I distinctly remember a woman sitting like diagonally from me, cheering oh, yeah. that Ramon uh, Dacuña got hurt, uh, 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 and I thought Pat was yeah. going to kick the shit out of her. <laughs> I was he was so, so mad. mad; it was great. He was so oh, mad. You for you me never
0: mad. Ever cheer a player getting never. hurt. That's it was well, hard. and, and
3: that, that that's where right. I'm coming from the disappointment of in, in that year they won the division, but and they were doing well. But I wasn't focusing on the division that year. I was just right. this is the guy, blah, blah, blah. So not only did my guy go down, but here's this lady rooting that a player got hurt. So I was so mad. She's like
1: tomahawk chopping. She couldn't have been more excited. She was singing Sweet Caroline. (laughs) It wasn't even the seventh inning. Just singing. (laughs) Sweet Caroline. It was great. That's he the was worst so pissed ever made. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, Why god, do they do that? So Why bad. do they do it? Yankee Stadium they do YMCA. Why do they do it? I, I don't oh, know.
0: god, just There's stop.
1: Unlimited songs. They just picked the two worst.
0: Some of the worst songs ever. Beautiful. It's fucking terrible. I don't like any of the Boston songs. I don't like the Dirty Water song. I think that's dumb. Yeah. I hate the ending to that. When they had, had Okajima and they had the Okie Doke song, what the fuck was that? Disaster. Not good. It's like the, one of the worst things I ever heard in my life. I don't know. I should be in charge. Why aren't you in charge? Everything.
1: Why are you in charge of everything?
0: <laughs> Baseball commissioner, in charge of music, all of it. The only thing I liked was when they had uh, G-Dot. <laughs> that is that is amazing. Celtics. Perfect.
2: I uh, love yeah, yeah, that. Um, uh, yeah. That song, whatever that disco song the is, Celtics yeah, I are like brilliant. Them. Like that, everything okay. they
0: do in that jumbotron is phenomenal. It is did, did, is brilliant yeah. stuff. Yeah. Did they stop doing that? No. The Gino, Gino song because I don't, I don't. Did they
3: play it when the they last game? They did not I went do it, it when we went.
0: Yeah, that's why I was. Um, they disappointed. did at the very end when we they left. Went? I or maybe that was another game I went to. They do still play Gino. Okay. Good.
1: We were so excited Taco Fall came out. We weren't listening to a damn thing.
0: I saw Taco two of Taco's four games. You did. It's like your Rico
1: Bronia moment. I
0: laid in my year. What? Do not compare hey. Taco Fall to Rico Brogna. hey Thank you, Dave. Yeah, stop it. Take that <laughs> shit away off this show. Taco, taco Fall just swatted that shit away. <laughs> taco Fall scoffs at Rico Bronya.
1: We've got a better we chance should. to get Enrico Brogna on this podcast, so shut the fuck up.
0: Mm, I don't know about that. Let's That's line up point. all the shitty baseball players that we trash on this show and try to get them on.
1: What's Lenny Dykstra <laughs> doing right now?
0: Candy Maldonado. What is
1: Candy Maldonado? He's not doing anything. Anything. Where's Carlos Bayerga? The
0: 2,000 Devil Rays. The whole team. Yeah. (laughs) So where do we go from here with baseball? we got a lot of stuff to just throw at you. I mean, there's a proposed July 1st start. What does that mean for the minor leagues? Will will we even play? Will this be a lost year for prospects? Does anybody care that the Dodgers got horse fucked on Mookie Betts? I don't at all. Thank you very much, nope. Dodgers. kind of do. I mean, what's next? What's next in the world of baseball? Where does this go? How does it evolve? Will there be entrance music songs like WWE for closers? Please let that happen. I mean, they kind of like... Smoke. Mo did it. A little bit of smoke. But I want yeah. some smoke and fire.
1: Yeah. The carts we talked about last podcast. Want the whole place the to go
0: dark. Like yes. Prayer Wyatt. Yes. Where everybody it's just gonna be weird. up.
3: That, why don't they it's do? It's gonna that? be weird when there are no fans, though.
0: There'll be no oh. fans.
3: The place is gonna be going nuts, and it's. Sure. Here's sure. the thing:
1: they should be doing that if there's no fans. They got to yes. do something. You're because, right. Agreed. So, they're gonna bring base. There. I mean, I don't think I could be completely wrong. I don't think it's coming back July 1st. The way everything's sounding, the players' association's not gonna go for that. But I think we should feel somewhat optimistic. It's gonna come back at some point. I don't know July 1st is the date, but they're going to have to do something. If they don't have fans in the stands, I just watched the UFC on Saturday. It was fine, but without the fans in the stands, it really it makes it – I don't want to say it makes it make like a minor league game. It's almost worse than that.
0: Mm. It's
1: it's a simulated game. It's not the same.
0: You're missing the yeah. energy.
1: Yeah. It, it changes everything.
2: I was curious about wrestling. On WrestleMania Fox or whatever it was, I wanted to tune in and 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 I'm like, there's nobody here. It's just a guy yelling into it a is microphone. Stupid. I watch like, WrestleMania. Is so stupid.
1: Yeah, I watch WrestleMania. Like more stupid
2: than usual with no fans. Yeah. It's it, just it's so like, dumb. This is ridiculous. And
1: in wrestling's dumb, but this was really dumb. Could you and imagine?
0: Yeah. Could you imagine Rick yeah. Rude with no fans? No, where are the sweat hogs? Where are the
1: sweat? There's no there's sweat, sweat hogs. Yeah.
0: be found he's not gonna make out with anybody
1: right you have the women the the middle-aged women licking their lips looking at Rick Rude's butt it's not the same who is Mr. Perfect gonna swat
0: his gum there's gotta be people out there who have that gum encased I'm sure there are they caught the gum can
1: you imagine being the kid that Bret Hart put the sunglasses on oh oh you would have lost your mind I would have lost my mind that would be the
0: memory there would be nothing to top that
1: Absolutely. That's your, that's your top moment. You peaked
0: there. I love, can I just say, I have a soft spot for soft spot for athletes like that in any sport that do that extra thing that that kid will never forget. Yeah. Cal Ripken Jr. was famous for being a guy who would, he would just sign autographs every time, every practice, every game, he would just sign autographs. Guys like Phil Mickelson, who I don't really watch golf, but I do know that at the end of every game, he will stay at the 18th hole and sign every autograph for every that's fan awesome. that wants it. That's awesome. I love Guys Aaron
1: like, Judge playing catch cool. with the guy, the kids in the outfield. In yes. the stands. That's yeah. amazing.
0: Mike Trout's done that. Yeah. yeah. Just great. It's a memory that kid will have forever. It's awesome. I want to be
1: that kid. Why am I not that kid? True. <laughs> Play catch with Aaron Judge. Get out of the way, 10-year-old.
0: Or there's like, and I thought this was very <laughs> cool in the last dance, and we'll talk about that next week when we cover the whole thing, but Michael Jordan's father used to take a kid out of the crowd to come meet Michael Jordan. And you just Can you imagine? You're the, the biggest athlete in the world. I can't. And, you, and and a kid gets to meet him. So stuff like that is cool. I've seen LeBron give his shoes to a kid. Like uh, I always love shit like Rodman
1: that. Rodman did that in the and last the- dance, and the kid's eyes were like – the size is yeah. It was so cool, and I'm not a Rodman yeah. guy, but that was really, really cool.
0: You got to give I, it up I for think people like that.
3: When, when LeBron gave his shoes, though, he charged the kid twenty
0: bucks for it. Probably, well, inflation. His agent yeah. came around after. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he had to sign a non-disclosure agreement <laughs> that he wasn't going to resell them on eBay. I, so I got a I got a memorabilia one for you. This is not did not happen to me, but a guy that I worked with, and I used to he. I used to have him tell me the story every now and then because the way he told it was amazing, but he was at a baseball game. He was like in his twenties and he was with his nephew or whatever. And they were hitting batting practice and a ball got, got hit near them. And Harold Reynolds was out there and a ball like rolled up to Harold Reynolds feet and Harold like bent over and picked it up. And the guy's like, he yelled out to him. He's like, Mr. Reynolds, Mr. Reynolds, can I have that ball? And he's let, he said, I swear on my grave that he looked at me and said, this ain't no gift shop,
1: <laughs> and threw it back
0: into the infield. What an asshole. Uh, <laughs> and I 100% believe it. You're not making Pat, that up.
1: Pat loves Harold Reynolds, but that's an asshole move. No, I do not. <laughs>
3: He said Ben Zobris wasn't a good second baseman because blah blah
1: blah blah blah. Because uh, he played multiple yeah. positions.
3: Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I have a good one. Um not uh and I've said this story probably a million times, but I as a kid I was in Fulton County Stadium, the old old Atlanta stadium, and I was just sin watching the game and we used to get tickets behind the bullpen. And uh, all the kids around me were, like, yelling for a ball, blah, 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 blah. I get a ball. And I'm just sitting there enjoying, enjoying the game, right, five, six years old. And then the Braves bullpen uh, coach looks at me, the one kid not yelling for a ball. And he's like, do you want a ball? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I remember getting scared because I missed it two times. And my mom had to catch it the third time. But I ended up getting a ball, and that that actually was Braves' bullpen. I don't care. My mom caught it. was like five years old. That's cool. Um, And the Braves' bullpen uh, coach was Ned Yost.
1: No shit. Obviously.
3: Yeah. Yep. It was Ned Yost. He ended up being the third base coach later on, and then obviously he went on to coach, uh, manage, and even won a World Series.
1: So World Series winning coach gave me a ball. I wonder why he singled you out. Was it because you were the only one not calling for the ball or because you were the only one with a notebook taking notes about how their pitchers did the <laughs> curveball? Hey, I don't care.
0: Wh- whatever works. a really works. good
1: break on that one. <laughs> hey.
3: Yeah, <Man>, this kid's <laughs>
1: going to
2: have a tough life. I'm going to give him a ball. You know, that's okay. <laughs> that,
3: that's okay. Oh,
1: I'm I fine. i going to throw it to him again. Ma, catch this one.
0: <laughs> I'm okay with yeah. that. That's, oh, awesome. That's really
1: cool. That's really cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it was cool. Yeah. Doug's favorite moment is when I finally gave him my Jose Canseco rookie card from '86. Oh, nothing will ever top
2: that. The that was that was the card that that was the card that eluded me great. my entire childhood, <laughs> right? My dad wasn't ponying up a hundred bucks for a baseball card, and
0: rightfully so. Yeah. Yep.
1: Did you yeah. just give it to him for fun? Did you trade? What was the reason for giving it to him?
0: Yeah, there was. I a think trade we traded, some, didn't we, for something? Oh, I want to know what it was. for. My dad bought me that. Go ahead. I was gonna say again,
2: like it, it was, you know, pretty much worthless by the time we we did the trade. It wasn't. It still. It wasn't like peak. $100 it wasn't worthless Jose to you Cansego though. Card.
0: I probably no, my dad not. probably gave me that card somewhere when I was like eight or nine years old, and it was worth like a hundred bucks because it was like 89, 90 Like Concega was the man. And my brother was a Don Mattingly fan. Yeah, he was. And so uh, you always knew you liked him, right? My brother, Ron. Ron. uh, I I mean, different Ron. Not our biggest, not our our fan, Ron. And so my father had offered to get me the 86 Donruss rookie card for Conseco, And my brother, I think it was the 84 Donruss Don Mattingly rookie in exchange for splitting and stacking wood. Sounds good, right? I think my dad ordered three truckloads of wood to split and stack. Oh, brilliant. And it dropped, when he dumped it in the yard, I bet, I don't know if my brother would remember this, but I fucking ran and hid under the bed. <laughs> Canseco Rookie was not worth it to me at that point. Wow. It was an obnoxious wow. amount of wood. I think the pile was bigger than my house. Jesus. I don't How many know, years did it brother, take you to get through all. that?
1: That's, that's great oh your dad's that's, a smart that's, guy that's a good brother I man. eventually okay. helped him yeah your no that was a was, smart uh, man
0: I made about 14 cents an hour on that deal <laughs> uh, My, I mean my dad when my dad got into baseball card collecting that was a huge deal for me because we got to open a lot of packs my dad had a, something of an obsessive personality, and he really liked Donruss. And that year that they came out with the Donruss Elites, like Donruss kicked off the insert bonanza. Just, that was them. And my dad, we bought, bought, we bought a case of Donruss. You know what a case is? It's like 24 boxes.
1: Yeah.
0: And we opened it all and got one Elite card that was worth like $40. Oh my
1: god.
0: But oh. I... Uh, I could go on and on. I don't want to go on and on about baseball cards all night. That's another story.
2: No, but I can remember going to your house as a kid and, and seeing what your dad had. And I was like, oh, my God. He had yeah. all those Donruss press proofs. He had that, that Leaf limited set. And I was like, oh. I still have those press proof
0: sets. Full sets. This is incredible. Yeah, he swore that he was one of like Did 100 you? people in the That's... country that had it. Nobody really wants him, though. Wow. I was going to say. Oh, I can't well that whole right now. That, that whole set. There was only two thousand find... card made, wow. so he had all seven hundred and fifty cards in the set or whatever it was. Wow! Yeah, you you'll find someone that could. Buy yeah, that for sure. So, you're talking about baseball, right? Man, we've gone on we got some tangents. What does the future of baseball look like, Pat? Future this year or going forward? Yeah. What's going to happen of all this? What's going to come of this? Will we evolve? Will they get rid of the blasphemous DH rule? Or extend yes. it, extend it. They will. What? Yeah. Will it change the minor leagues? Will some teams go bankrupt? Will what's going to happen? Will well, they be bailed out? They
3: already wanted to cut like forty-four minor league teams, so that's going to happen. There's going to be no more like short ball league. Um, it's basically going to be just probably uh, single A. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be Triple A, Double A, Single A. The DH. So there's like fourteen
0: I, levels right now, right?
3: What's short
0: ball? Uh, there's yeah, there's never heard uh, of short,
3: ball. Yeah. short season ball is is usually rookie ball. That's when uh, um, it, it because that doesn't start till shortly after the draft. They they don't they start the season literally like the third week of June, which is usually two weeks after the draft. So right, you can kind of put some of those college players that just got drafted into that league. They'll still probably have rookie league too. It's usually. I, I do agree. I think the DH – in the DH should come this year, I think. Personally, I'd like it to go away after that, but it's not going to. I, I would assume it's just going to be universal. I think the hope that I'm, I'm hoping for is players mic'd up. The few times they've done that in an All-Star game or That'll stuff, be it's awesome. been – I think that's where the entertainment is because, again, you're not going to have those fans in the stands. So I, I'm hoping we get to see kind of more of that. So, and, and then the divisions are going to be interesting. It sounds like they're going to go to three divisions, kind of get rid of the AL and NL. The rumor was, which I was pretty excited about, the Braves were going to go the Central and the Pirates were going to go the East, which I would have liked very much because I think the Braves would have been the favorite in that 10-team Central division. But I that sounds like that's not going to happen anymore. But I, I've even been reading they're going to expand playoffs to uh, seven per each league, which, again, I'm not 100% sure how that will work if you're doing three divisions. It, it's it's going to be different. It's not going to be your traditional baseball, but some baseball is better than no baseball, and this is a good time for them to try some things. And I don't give two shits if the Atlanta Braves win the 2020 World Series. I don't care if they play 20 games. I'm going to buy myself a mock <laughs> ring and all the merchandise I can get and love every minute of it. Because you know why? Oh, there's there's another base hit. Cardinals just scored seven. <laughs> I, I, I won't have to think about that. The last game I can think of is a celebration. So I don't care how many games they play if the Braves win the World Series. And in reality, right, again, I, I just... There's so many interesting players. There's some real up-and-coming teams. I just want baseball. Please come back.
0: There you have it. Pat, begging and pleading for baseball. It's like
1: watching someone go through therapy. It's nice.
3: And so, like, I, I got furloughed at work. So we, for starting next week, we're supposed to have every Friday. But, of course, I drew the short straw and got every Monday off. So I have 15 extra days off that I normally don't have without pay, of course. I would probably be somewhat okay with that if I could watch baseball. Yeah. What am I going to do? Just keep on playing with my kids, which is fine, and doing my yard, which is fine.
1: Great. I like that you equate playing with your kids I know, the same as I know, doing it alone. It's fine. It's
3: I, fine. I got to. I'd rather I've, do I've my lawn. Sent, you would. You know, I'd rather play with my kids. Yeah. I, I've got to start like a little backyard little league with them because Ty's going to miss a
0: year, and I want to make sure that how they. are he's going to learn how to drag so. bun. Can we create a fantasy league out of this? Take Ty as yes, number can. one
3: overall pick. We 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 can do that. Unfortunately, there's only two players, so. And I, JoJo I, I am... no no no
0: no no no. They're going to get different uniforms, and they're going to play multiple characters. Okay. Oh, I love this. All right. They're all going to eat like Tyler's going to play seven different guys. So is it like yep, Tyler
1: before snacks, Tyler after snacks, Tyler before a nap? Oh, it's Tyler just like back in the
0: day. Nap. Like, tell me you didn't, when you were fucking around with your friends, like practice different stupid batting Gr- stances. Grissom, like you have a double Griss- Julio yeah. Franco in your life.
3: Grissom, Blouser, Chipper, McGriff, Justice, Klesko, Lopez, Lemke, Maddox. 95 lineup. Did it every time. Every that was time.
1: password. To his computer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was Blauser Shit. Fuck. Damn it. God. I got locked out again, honey. Capital M
0: B L A and actually capital Blower. M on the Maddox. It was Penny actually in, in?
3: In my fake games too, I had to have Eddie Perez in there because that was Maddox's personal catcher. So Perez would start and then in my you second game it. I oh then my, my second God. game I would
1: have Javi Lopez oh, in there. I love you. But and we are all baseball this is personal nerds. catcher. However, when you're playing baseball by yourself and you're like, Well, I, I gotta put Eddie Perez in the lineup. That's a next level. Per- Good for you. Personal that's catcher. A diff- I would love to not who is <laughs> the other who was the, uh who's the other catcher? Javi Lopez. Uh, I would Javi love to Lopez. put Lopez in. He's got all the power. The guy who could hit. He's not the personal catcher. I can't do it. It's okay. He can come in and pinch hit. I y- can't y- see another... if I don't put Eddie Perez in this fake lineup.
3: You know what? Another random thing I did? I, I had a uh, just literally a piece of wood that I had my dad make kind of like as an outfield fence. What I, what I had my dad do is, I don't know if you guys remember the old San Francisco stadium. It was kind of weird because their fence, they had a yellow line, like a normal size fence, but it had a yellow line and everything above the yellow line was a home run. It was only like, you know, less than a foot, but for whatever reason, instead of going, so I had my dad put another smaller piece of wood on this, like. Not huge, but like ten foot by ten, uh, or like ten foot wide, six foot high fence. I had him put a piece of like wood there, and that was the home run line, because I wanted it to be like uh the San Francisco stadium. So everything that went above that uh line was a home run.
0: Even though you yeah. never hit one, he never hit
1: one. Oh God! Well, I not with Eddie Perez the in the way. lineup. he had Javi yeah, Lopez no. in the lineup, yes. My question you, you know what, you though. Is- when when and, you and laid down game. to go to bed, did you get the coaching staff together and did the coach like the first base coach go? Re- we really could have used Javi in the lineup. No, but
3: but uh, y- you know what I did do, and especially with family gatherings. So I, I know my dad loved games. this. I when we when we did baseball games in the backyard, I would make my dad blare the uh, national anthem, and we would have to do the <laughs> national
0: anthem for our backyard games. <laughs> yep 100 percent. your attention to detail as a child is amazing God, you're so great i know that's awesome i'd like to dedicate a whole your episode to your saint. childhood i want to hear more
1: uh, you, I, I, you, you kind of question. just heard it all <laughs> did you ever do away games to toronto did you do the canadian national anthem too
3: no, no, that's a oh, good one. But we, eight, we, there was no interleague play back then, so we didn't play Toronto. Oh, that's
1: okay. something Tyler can look forward to. Yes.
3: You
2: know, yeah. I
1: oh, I did. Ta-na-da. Did
2: Did you sit there and go? Did you sit there and be like, okay, well, I bat righty, but I'm facing a righty pitcher, <laughs> and Chipper hits lefty against righties, so I have to bat lefty I, now. I didn't.
0: I did not. Did you do that? that yeah, what? that would have been it's taking it really next level. What is this shit? Yeah, no. Um, not yeah. starting Javi Lopez is not next level. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: Not starting Javi Lopez wow. in your fake case.
3: Yeah, looking back, my dad must have hated it. Because, again, I, I, I did it when people weren't there, but I also did it when we had like family gatherings <laughs> in the backyard. And, and we'd have the boom box and I'd have him play the tomahawk chop every once in a while to try to get a rally going. Oh, man.
1: I, I miss those Don't days. pay any attention to young Patrick.
0: <laughs> I, I would have loved to have hear his conversations with friends and family members when you weren't within earshot. Yeah. Oh, I know. Right. Probably this fucking kid. This is my son. Oh. I'm thinking about getting him tested for some things. <laughs> I will He's say this loser. though.
3: Like every, people did love the Braves back then. Cause right. They, we right Atlanta sports in general is just not a happy place usually. And the Braves were, when I grew up, the, the Braves were the thing. They were. Yeah.
0: They had the best yeah. pitching staff. They were in the playoffs yeah. every year. They, Braves, everybody, knew actually, the, <laughs> everybody knew who the, everybody knew who the Braves
3: were. Actually, I, I do have one fun fact. And uh, Dave, you asked me to look this up like many episodes ago. But uh, Friday, May 30th, 2003, so almost 17 years ago, Greg Maddox got the win as the Atlanta Braves defeated the New York Mets 5-2. The losing pitcher was Tom Glavin, and the save was John Smoltz. No kidding. So so the big three all got in the uh, records. And the outfield, just quick fun fact, the outfield that day for the Braves was in left field, Chipper Jones, center field,
0: Andrew Jones, and right field, Gary Sheffield.
1: Wow. That's a fun fact.
0: I got You know what? I'm going to counter your fun fact with one that's almost as interesting. It's not a baseball player, but I just – I, I've been wanting to say this fun fact for a while and it just hasn't fit the night's theme, but I'm just going to throw it out there anyway. Cause we're just having fun right now. Right. We're just talking. It's, it's, we're just it's having still, fun. It, it's still fun. As long as it's fun. Manu, yes. the tallest player in the history of the NBA was the, also the only player in the NBA to have killed a lion with a spear and to have paid <laughs> 80 cows for his wife. That can't be true. Right? Like, I, you would think I, somebody I, else has paid 80 cows for their life, right? hundred
1: percent. Yeah. the yeah.
0: eighty cows. he's really the only one.
3: Didn't Kawhi Leonard do that? <laughs> or was it only 70?
1: <laughs> wow. He mur- What did he I, murder?
0: I, 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 he, he, he killed... A lion with a spear? A lion with a spear. He hunted, Brian.
1: Yeah, what's a, the difference?
0: Murder. It's, they probably ate the lion. Maybe the lion was a threat.
1: Okay. All right, I'll give it anyway.
0: to you. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> He's the only player. Wow. wow.
1: That's what's that important. we know of. Yeah. That we know of. That we
0: know of. That we know. I of. don't know. Wow. That was on an NBA trivia site by the way. I just cows. I was going through that was What is the street oh, value of 80 cows?
1: Oh, one wife.
0: <laughs> so wow. I would pay
1: more for my wife. My wife I don't know 160
0: cows. I I don't want to touch that.
1: I don't know what the going rate Speaking of a Speaking of
0: Manute Bull, why we're having fun with this. During do. this time in the NBA, Sudanese board American basketballer Manute Bull was responsible for popularizing the expression, my bad, when he made a bad pass to teammates as his tenure with his Golden State due to his dialect.
1: Huh. So, wait, he came wow, up with that my a-
0: bad? He started saying my bad. Like if he made a bad pass, he said my bad. And he, he popularized it in the NBA. Wow. That's, That's fascinating. Nice. When Manute Bull was mind. drafted into the NBA, he yeah. was seven foot seven. He could only bench forty five pounds, squat fifty five pounds, and had a thirty one inch waist. <laughs> wow. That's all I got of Manu Bull.
1: <laughs> wow. What's Manu Bull something. doing now? Can we get him on the show? Kill lions. No Did he die? He oh has did he? long since oh, he passed
3: okay. away. Oh
0: that's sad. Yeah. Go he lived in Hoyoke for a time or something, didn't he? He did. Yeah. To this day. I used to play beer league pool and we would play at a, a a bar down near, near high street. It was called like the Glover pub or something like that. And I swear to God, he walked in there because I've never seen a man so tall in my life. Like you're not going to know, you're not going to mistake that. Right. Like he ducked to come in the doorway and stood up and he was like thin as hell. And I just, who else was that going to be? Yeah. I feel like
1: you'd know if it was him.
0: And like, he got some attention. I mean, there was, like, 20 people in the place. It's not like everybody – Like, they looked like they were used to him coming in, but at the same time, like, it was a big deal.
1: It wasn't like Norm from Cheers, like, Manute.
0: Yeah. No? Hey, Manute. <laughs> uh, but I don't yeah. – You, wow. I, th- I feel like you can tell people you saw Manute Bull. This might be the biggest tangent I've ever sent this show on. Yeah. We. Ju- I just, just went off the rails completely here. We, we were talking all, about Pat's uh, troubled childhood and his dysfunctional I, relationship with I, I baseball. Wouldn't say,
3: I wouldn't say troubled, but uh team, have you listened to any of the other
1: episodes, please? This is not the worst. <laughs> guys, huddle, guys, huddle around. Tomorrow we got Eddie Perez in the lineup. I know. <laughs> I understand. But we got we got Jave on the bench. So we're gonna bring him in in a key situation. He never comes up. Yeah. Did you Did you have someone do, like, an announcer? Did you have, like, your little brother, like, interview you after the games? No. No,
3: I don't think so. Ryan, again, Ryan was all about playing, which is fine. Ryan put up with it. And I was always just a tick better than Ryan. But Ryan was also two years younger than me. Yeah, No, I don't think I did interviews. You should
1: have. In retrospect, yeah. You should, when you, so what you should do now. I've got three kids. I was going to say, with the kids, you should be the announcer. Tyler, what'd you think about that game? Should we have put Eddie Perez in the lineup?
3: Yeah. Yeah, no, I I agree. I know Maddox was cruising, but I think we should have brought in a pitch hitter (laughs) in the seventh inning. I just agree. If Maddox is going, you let Maddox go.
0: Gotta let Maddox go. Yeah, of course. Wow. I don't know. Let's try to bring this back on the tracks something something we might have baseball this year i hope so you know what's going on with the the problem with all this like anything is is there's a lot of small businesses that rely on baseball and, and a lot of things that tied in you even think about like fantasy baseball the amount of websites dedicated to it people writing and they have nothing to talk about right now and i know doug wanted to say a little something about some of these sites out there like fan and baseball reference so doug do you wanted to uh talk about that for a second Yeah, there was
2: an article, I think, on The Athletic about fangrafts and their struggle, and they weren't sure if they were going to make it. And I mean, obviously, if you're fortunate enough that you're able to keep working and have money coming in, then obviously, you know, take care of yourself first, build up that emergency fund, take care of the people around you, your family, take care of your community. One of the things I feel is getting a little overlooked is your local food shelters, the food pantries, make sure that. If you have anything, give to them, support the first responders. And then if you still have money left over, don't forget about the things that you enjoy in supporting the people that bring that to you. Um, in this instance, fan graphs, baseball reference, the athletic, w- wherever you normally consume baseball content. America. Yep. Baseball America, baseball prospectus, I use a site called uh, Closer Monkey to keep up on the Brent bullpens.
0: dog secrets.
2: I exposed. Yeah, on. I throw them. A, hey, it, is my, it is one of my secrets. Yeah, it allows me to pick up closers before was, you guys get uh, fantasy baseball. It was either Closer Monkey um, or so Pornhub.
0: I, I couldn't remember which one he said. I. Uh, it was, porn I was closer say Pornhub. Closer Monkey. Yeah.
1: That Dave wanted to sponsor yeah. Pornhub. Shit. It was. It was. Pornhub they don't need just, anybody's
0: Yeah, money. They, they do not. A it was for, Ubi Wednesdays. Is. Yeah. I'm sure they're doing yeah. quite well right now. Yeah. <laughs> they send me different kind of updates.
2: Yeah.
3: Setup meta updates?
2: But yeah, there's a lot of people out mm-hmm. there that are out of work. A lot of people out there that are out of work, and if you have a couple extra bucks, like, you know, nothing crazy, throw them a couple dollars, because when baseball's back, we're going to need them. They make the season a lot more fun, at least in my case well, anyway. So, yeah, no, well good stuff. Done. I, just I use
0: right. Fangraphs quite a bit to whoop out y'all asses at uh, Fantasy Baseball, so... I have a championship belt to prove it. I will not be giving it back anytime soon because we're not going to have another year and Pepe's magical draft is never going to happen.
1: Oh, it's going to happen. It'll happen next year if it has to happen. Listen, you've got the belt. I've had it before that Doug had it. Yep. Pat, when did you win? Before the belt became into existence.
0: Oh,
1: Oh. Oh, no. Was that was Eddie Perez was on your team? (laughs) <laughs> Probably <laughs> starting them every fifth day. <laughs>
0: oh man. Yeah. Good stuff, Doug. Yep. Unless you guys got anything else I think we can get out of here. Any more fun facts, trivia, Manute Bowl, anybody? I think I've told everything we can about Manute Bowl. All right. Follow us on Twitter at M a sports pod and, or email us at middleagedsports@gmail.com. sports at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us about what you miss most about baseball. Maybe you can wax poetic about your childhood. (laughs) I can't even. I can't even. I started thinking about what Pat was saying, and I just. (laughs) Let's get out of here. I'm Dave, your host. And as always, I'm joined by (sighs) these guys, Doug, Brian, Pat. And we're going to say good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.